Hello and welcome to the Managing Uncertainty Podcast. This is Brian Strausser, Principal and Chief Executive here at BrightPath. And in this episode, 164, I want to talk a little bit about crisis leadership. And I want to put this in the context of the conversation we had last week in episode 163, where I talked about making new and original mistakes. And I had put that in the context of the crisis management or emergency management, lessons learned after action process, whatever, however you want to refer to it, where it's incumbent upon us who work in crisis and emergency management today to have learned the history of how our doctrines evolved by reading the failures of our predecessors in previous incidents or even our own failures in previous incidents. And I don't care how good your team or you manage through a crisis I guarantee you came out of that with some lessons learned about things that could have done been done better, that could be done better. And you probably came out with recommendations and action items, and I hope that you've gone on to address or mitigate or prioritize those after actions appropriately, those after action steps. Because that allows you to make new and original mistakes in your next disaster. Well, this week I wanna talk about the leadership aspect of that And that is that crisis leadership or incident command, it's not for everyone. It requires someone to have certain leadership skills. I won't say a certain personality because I don't think that's quite true, but it lends itself to leaders that are good cross-functional leaders who are highly collaborative, who cut across silos, who are capable of making decisive decisions, and possess extraordinary situational awareness. But crisis leadership is not for everyone. More than a decade ago, I went to the Harvard National Preparedness Leadership Initiative Executive Program, or NPLI. And at NPLI, we talked a lot about crisis leadership. We talked a lot about leaders who had to lead in the critical moment. And we were lectured and had discussions in class with many of these same leaders. What were they thinking? What were they feeling? What were they going through? And there were some characteristics that stood out that I, that I took away from this and that the NPLI faculty would tell you really represent their idea of, a meta, of meta leadership in a crisis. The things I took away from that, and then I'm gonna tie this back to our theme, are, are, were these five things. That a strong crisis leader is a practitioner of cross-functional leadership. They lead and communicate upwardly to their leaders and within their own silo, so vertical communication, and downward to their team or to their crisis team. But more importantly, they lead across the organization. They're a connector. They cut across those silos with this interconnectedness that brings the company, the team, the effort together. And it doesn't matter what part of the organization of your organization that they're in, they're able to cut across those silos and bring the functions together to address the issues. The second is that they're able to easily shift their mindset between the strategic and the tactical. And this happens in your crisis management process. The strategic side of things is you're looking at where is the whole organization today? What are the external influences and the incoming threats coming at us? What is our relationship to other organizations in this crisis, other entities, allies, vendors, government agencies? 
but they can also get to the tactical items that they need to solution through the team. And sometimes those require that crisis leaders direct imprint to move them forward. Strong crisis leaders understand that success in a crisis never happens within a single silo. I see this a lot with communication professionals, and although I love all of you dearly as comms folks, a lot of you tend to think that crisis management is about crisis communications, and it all lives in the realm of reputation management, and that is not true. You cannot achieve success through one silo. Strong crisis leaders are capable of quickly assessing information and pivoting the response as the situation evolves. They are not tied to the previous status quo of what they were doing. They instead are going to react and evolve and try to stay ahead of where the crisis is, is going. And lastly, all of the good crisis leaders I've worked with have extraordinary situational awareness. They have a very good understanding of what we know today, what else we need to know that's on our horizon, and often understand what we don't know, but we need to know, and how to go find that. How do we learn more? How do we stick our head above the here and now and see what is coming at us next, and then making sure that we've pivoted our crisis process to this? In all of this, a strong crisis leader understands that they are the person in the moment. They are the leader of the process. They're facing and leading in that critical moment, and they have to be the ones that make a decision. Now, for many of us in the private sector that manage large-scale crises, it will very rarely ever be that we're in a situation where our decision makes a difference in the lives of others. And, and, and by that, I mean the life or death decision of others. We're not negotiating with terrorists. We're not talking a, a hostage taker down. We're not making a tactical decision. But some of you who listen to the podcast and some of our clients are in that space. They're law enforcement officers. They're law enforcement leaders. They're chiefs. They're senior law enforcement leaders who have faced these critical moments. And I think they all understand that crisis leadership or incident command is not for everyone. And if you're not able to make that decision in the critical moment, to take the calculated risk, to follow the doctrine and do the right thing, even though there is risk involved, then the position of crisis leader or incident leader or incident commander is simply not for you. And that's okay. There are many other roles to play in a crisis, but you have to be willing to make the difficult decision in the moment. Or as William Adamas said in the reimagined Battlestar Galactica series, sometimes you have to roll a hard six. Sometimes you have to take that chance and make that difficult decision. Crisis leadership, again, is not for everyone. That's it for this edition of the Managing Uncertainty podcast. We'll be back next week with another new episode. Be well.